Welcome back, brave travelers. Besties. It's good to have you here. You've listened to Genesis 1 through 3, and undoubtedly, you're saying, give me more of that Bible. That's what you're saying. Mm -hmm. And we're here to say, best friend, guess what? We got more Bible for you. This is just the beginning. There's more. Genesis 4. Genesis 4 is happening today. So, story so far is Adam and Eve, lizard, turned to snake, nudity, get out of my house, you can't live here no more, get a real job. This is the story of Adam and Eve getting a real job. But first things first. Bum, 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 bum. I've been really trying, baby. Trying to hold on his feeling so, so long. You know what I'm talking about. A little Marvin Gaye. Yeah, because now they have to procreate because they're not going to live forever. So they have this notion. Hey, it's time to have babies. So they multiply. And the first baby they have is a little fellow by the name of Kane. Ah! No, not the professional wrestler. No, Kane. Just C-A-I-N-E. No E on the end. Dang, I'm so far. I'm doing terrible. Anyways, Kane. Got that Kane. Kane is a good old boy. We like Kane. But guess what? I've been really trying, babe. They do it again. <laughs> they have another ah! one. This one's name Abel. Abel. You guys, if I can be real honest right now, Abel's adorable. <laughs> it's not that Kane wasn't. It's that Abel's baby brother just... effect. I'm going to be honest, I'm the youngest of three boys, and I happen to know from experience (laughs) that I'm the best and that Abel was great. So they had their jobs, right, because they had to get a real job. And dad's like, hey, if I'm having baby boys, if I'm having offspring, they're going to do some of my work. They're going to be my farmhand. Yeah, so that's exactly what they become. Kane's job is to grow fruits and veg. He's going to work that earth. He learns how to cut that earth, break up the dirt, plant those seeds. Carry out the water. This is before uh, sprinklers. Mm, mind no you. sprinklers. This is hard work. I mean, as if farming is just super easy now with sprinklers. <laughs> um, so Kane has to do that. Abel's job, as adorable as he is, it's like, let's get this boy in a beam of sunlight somewhere. <laughs> like, God, he's cute. Let's put him on a grassy hill. Oh, let's surround him with little fluffy things. And guess what his job is? Sheep. <laughs> he tends the sheep. So, can you picture it, little Abel out there? Like, come on, sheep, time to get a drink. And he's bringing him to the river. And he's like, stay away from that gate with the flaming sword and cherubim. They'll cut you down. <laughs> now he's cockney? I don't know. This is the early days. I always, I guess, assume everyone's British back then. My own American prejudice. Okay, so, Cain, cutting that earth. Abel, just basking in that sunlight. How am I doing so far? You're doing great. It's embellished a bit. I'm, we're probably only like three words in. You're actually... Um, what verse am I at? Verse three. <laughs> You're not even at verse three. It's been... It's been a, we're going a verse a minute. <laughs> Genesis chapter four, verses one and two. That's it. Alex, after this... Nice to give him a little bit. color. Cain decides to do something for God. Right. They're far removed. They would have heard from their parents the story of all that God had done for them and God's plan that God had given all this for them to take care of. They understand the job. Do you think Cain is trying to make up for his parents' mistake? You know what? I hadn't considered that, but Cain is making a sacrifice. He's going to take, this is their tradition from very early on, is 
You give of God what God has given you. So yes, we plant seeds. Cain plants seeds does all the hard work, but it's a miracle that these things even grow at all. And we're so fed. It's God's provision. So Cain takes a big stack of fruits and veggies. I can assume that he grew, that he worked for sweat of his brow. First of all, I need to to slow you down. What? There's no vegetables here. No, it's just fruit. It's just fruit. It's just this fruit. See, this is evidence early on. That God doesn't even consider vegetables something you should eat. Oh my gosh, Lauren's really reading into this. He's carnivorous. Me too. I am into that stuff. Anyways, he takes his pile of fruit, gives it as an offering. And Abel's like, oh, I should do the same thing, shouldn't I? Oh, shouldn't I go do that too? I have a great idea. You know what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take my, my firstborn of my new flock. He's the cutest lamb that ever was. And I'm going to bring him up to offer as a sacrifice to my Lord God. And God, he had regard for Abel's offering. He's like, golly, look how cute that kid is. And look at the little sheep. I guess he's probably not a kid. At this point, he's probably like, you know, grown up. And he talks like this. And he goes. Thanks for the sheet, big guy. And I was like, you're welcome, Lord. <laughs> and then Cain's like, all right, it's my turn. When time for my reward. Actually, Cain gave his offering first. I know, but like he's waiting for his regards. Right? Oh, he's waiting but for God that. had yeah, yeah. no regard. So, so it's like at a potluck. Thank you for bringing fruit. That was thoughtful. But I'm into those meatballs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm, uh, no offense, I'm really excited that there are burgers and dogs here. And the honeydew looks great. Yeah. I just don't want it. Right. You know what I mean? And poor Sally goes home with a half full And she's like, nobody honeydew. wanted any. Yeah. So Kane is like, what the ever living heck is this about? And he's furious. Because. He grew that honeydew. And he's the one who had the idea in the first place to bring an offering to God. We don't know that. It doesn't say that. I just know in the story they're the first one to do it. So that's fair. I'll give you that one. So he does it. And he's like, Ugh. so Abel goes back to what he does. Come on, sheep, back to the river. It's time for cold drink. And they're out in the field and Abel and Cain bump into each other. Like, well, before that, Alex. Wait. Does God, that, what God, happens? God notices that Cain is angry. Right. And God's and, and like, what a, is. He gives him a little talking to. Yeah. God's like, what is your problem? Because you know what Cain's doing. He's making the sourest face right now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> my brother gets the And he just goes there with his stupid sheep. And God's like, what are you pouting about? Cain's like, I'm not. And God's like, are you mad about the offering bit? Because you know what? You should be happy with what you did. You brought your best. Good game, son. You know what I mean? But if, you, if you're if you not satisfied with your best, that's where sin's going to come from, buddy boy. Right? Yep. Okay. Kicking butt. That's when Abel comes around the corner like, hey, Cain, did you say how much God loved my offering? <laughs> and Cain's like, enough. <laughs> Enough round one fight. <laughs> and he beats Abel to death. 
verse eight. <laughs> Chapter four, verse eight. Enough. Uh, he gives him an Indian burn, the likes of which has never been seen. He gives him a wedgie so hard, the waistband goes over his head, around his bottom, and over his head again. This is a brother <laughs> beating the likes. He held him down and was like, you like feeding sheep? I like feeding brothers. <laughs> and he just shoved grass in his face. This is me projecting my own brother narrative into their brother narrative. And he beats him. But he doesn't just rough him up. No, he beats him to death. He got carried away. After that wedgie went around him twice, he's like, I killed him. <laughs> and Abel, in his last breath, is like, my brother. <laughs> That's not in there. We shouldn't laugh at this. That's not in there. That's not in so, there. So, Cain full blown murders this kid. Whoa. Then God comes to Cain. Oh, right. God shows up and is like, hey, uh, so I've been looking for my daily dose of adorable and I'm wondering where your brother is. I didn't notice him basking in a sunbeam. I didn't see him delicately carrying like a little baby lamb around. Like, where is that ball of adorable? And Cain's like, which ball? What do you mean? Uh, who? Uh, don't. Um, who I don't am know. I? Not who am know. I? My brother's keeper. I mean, what? I don't even know who you're talking about. I don't even think about him. I've never given him a wedgie so hard he died. And God said, "What have you done?" And he goes, "Nothing." And then God's like, "I hear it. Do you know what I hear? Guess what? God heard the blood of Abel crying from the ground. That's what he heard." Cain's like. <laughs> Well, yeah, that happened. And God's like, you're going to be so punished. Do you know how cute Abel was? Like, do you know what you've done? I'm so upset right now. And I'm going to make you suffer. You're going to have to leave. You're going to have to sort your whole life out again. No more family. No more nothing. You're going to be an accursed person. You're going to have to make your own way. You thought your dad had it rough. You got it worse. And Cain's like, no. Oh, he does a full-blown, like, no, it's too much to handle. And God's like, it is too much. And he's like, kill me too. And God's like, ah. Instead, God's going to put a mark on him and make it so that even if he goes out in the world and, like, tries to get killed, like, I'm going to go pick a fight with a like a leopard or something or another person, they won't because you're going to be an accursed person. You'll never die. You're going to have to deal with it. And Cain does. And then Cain leaves. And then Cain goes to well, God, Nod. God put a mark on Cain. Yeah. So that other people In would art, know. it's sometimes a horn. And here's an interesting part that you kind of blew past there. Oh, and, uh, ridiculous. It's probably boring. No, it's interesting. It says uh, in verse 15, Then the Lord said to him, Not so. If anyone kills Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. Okay, so it's not just that they won't hurt him. It's that they'll be punished for hurting him. So no one's going to touch him. So God's kind of saying over and again here, Hey, you killing your brother was horrible, and there are punishment and consequences that will follow. But if anyone kills you, if you perpetuate the cycle Seven of times. violence, if you just keep the cycle of violence going, it's going to be bad. It's going to be worse. It's okay. Be worse. So he leaves. He goes to Nod. Yes? Um, Confirm or deny. The land from the presence of the Lord and settled in the land of Nod. Nod. East of... Eden? Eden. Eden. That's right. where that comes from. East of East Eden. Of Eden. Okay, nod. Anyways, Cain, 
uh, has a baby, I think, with his wife named Enoch. Enoch has a bunch of babies. Oh, man. I don't know this part, but I think Methuselah is involved and Lamech is involved. Very true. And, and, and Cain actually built a city. That's right. He called it Enoch. Yeah, he, he named it after he had his a baby, baby boy. Named Enoch, and then he built a city and called it Enoch. Isn't it funny? He thought he was like as a oldest firstborn. He's like, you know, no one gives me no regard. So he has a firstborn, and what's he do? Builds him a city and calls it his son's name. Like, hey, if anyone's watching, this is how you treat firstborns. I've never thought of that before. This is how you treat them. That's em. interesting. So, anyways, he has them. Lamech is like. Methuselah's dad or Noah's dad? I don't know. Methuselah fathered Lamech. Okay, Methuselah's in between. So there's a bunch of babies, bunch of sons, bunch of this. In the meantime, though, Adam and Eve, I've been really trying, baby. They do it again. And this time they have Seth. I mean, I'm sure they've done it before. But this time they had Seth, and Seth is their baby, right? Seth? Yep. Seth in there? Yep. Right. So that brings us to... The next big story, because there's a bit in there about generations of people, Adam to Noah, because Noah's the next person. That's Genesis chapter five. How'd I do so far? You got through chapter four. You did pretty good. I don't know the names of the people. Like I said, I am skipping who's who's dad. There's a lot of dads. Yep. Whole lot of dads in this book. A lot of dad heat in this book. But anyways, Noah shows up. Noah's story is basically he's living in hedonism world and things get off the rails and uh, a big storm comes. I think that's good. We did 15 minutes and we covered Cain and Abel. I think we've done it. So round of applause for me. Lesson today is be happy with your fruit. It's okay. Sometimes fruit is lunch. And I know you want a meatball sub. But today's lunch is fruit, and that's still okay, even if God doesn't approve of it. And you got to work out how you deal with your anger. Anger's a big one. And the, the question I think Cain lifts up, uh, am I my brother's keeper? It's kind of like, yeah, like you should look out for each other and not murder each other. Out of what? Why does he murder him? Just straight jealousy. Mm-hmm. But Abel's adorable. So It's interesting, though, how like I've heard this interpreted in the past with like, you know, like there was no regard for Cain's offering. Why is that? Yeah, I mean, I've heard people talk about it, it. I, I guess, I've, I, well, yeah. I've heard people talk about it before, saying, you know, that God regarded Abel's offering because Abel brought the firstborn, the first fruits of his livestock. He brought the best sheep, the, the lamb, cutest sheep. Yeah, and Abel to be you murdered. Know, people interpret that and say, well, Abel just brought fruit from the ground, a basket of fruit. So but some people say he wasn't bringing his first fruits, but that's not explicitly like that written here. It doesn't even say that, no. does it? No, it doesn't you say that. You did it. You said it. It doesn't say that here. It's interesting. It like almost makes you question God here and say, well, does God just not like fruit? Like, is God just partial I to the I think that's meat? what we take from this or is God is really into meat. mutton. Yeah. yeah. But like, I think it's understandable that Cain was upset. Totally. In no regard. No regard. He gave no regard. What's the word? What's no the regard. Idea? No regard for his offering. No regard for his offering. And he's, but not cool and not acceptable and obviously not okay to then take out your anger on your brother who was yeah, simply trying to do a nice thing for God. God. Did you say how nice the lamb was that I brought for our Lord? And he not only killed his brother, he lied to God about killing his brother. And gave him an atomic wedgie. Well. That in there? Um, No. 
Did he make him eat grass? Mm-hmm. My brother made me eat grass. Shout out to Chris Hoops after worship. See, worship was a safe time to tease my brother because he couldn't do anything surrounded by a loving community who regarded <laughs> us, regarded us, you know, fondly. So what would happen is we'd get in the car and my brother would just stare me down. Like, well, we're almost home. It gives a totally new meaning to the word sanctuary. Right. It was. <laughs> wow, it was. And we get home and he'd make me eat grass. <laughs> the only safety was if I was wearing church pants, because then my mom would say, you better wait until he changes. Dude, the, 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 the reality here is you were just all wrong for having those pants in the first place. Yeah, I. that's what I said. I should have been wearing umbros. Umbros. <laughs> more agile. I would have escaped You could have gotten away. I'm, run, I'm trying to run in church shoes and he caught me. You ever have a pair of those purple? Umbros from like the early nineties, probably. Yeah, I, yeah, they're great. I still have. Anyways, them. tangents with Lauren and Alex. Hey, thanks for listening. Next week we're getting into Noah's flood, a really grisly tale that uh, you'll often see decorating people's nurseries. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gross. Yeah. Hey, look at our baby. It's almost like. It's drowning in this terrible flood. You know how I'd like to decorate our baby boy's room? A catastrophe. With reminders of how God destroyed humanity. Yes, it's time for us all to remember horrifying drowning of an entire This is a little too close to home. Uh, Spoiler, I have a son named Noah, and his room might be decorated in Noah's art memorabilia. I knew you'd do this, you you church person. Mm. Anyways, thanks for listening, everybody. As always, we're your besties, and we're glad you're here to read the Bible with us. If you've listened to two small episodes... You've pretty much heard Genesis 1 through 5. You're kicking butt. You're doing great. Thanks, besties. Bye, besties. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Since we're besties now, could you do us a favor? Visit iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review the show. Also, be sure to connect with us on Facebook and Twitter and visit us at BibleBesties.com for exclusive content.